Welcome to DBPA, the Drunk Bitches Podcast. I'm Jamie. And I'm Sarah. Each episode, we pair a wine with a topic where you get more lip with each sip. So let's get started. But first, pass the wine, bitch. Welcome, DBP peeps. We have a special episode today (laughs) uh, and a special announcement. Um, Well, uh, our episode is titled Ready to Pop, and we are drinking Hearts and Labor by Folk Machine yep. in California, yep. uh, Mendocino to be exact. And this is a blend. It's 60% Carignan, 32% Grenache, 5.5% Syrah, and 2.5% Zinfandel. Yeah. And um, Jamie is yeah. going to be opening this. Should be popping I'm this gonna bottle pop this open. Bottle. And uh, yeah, our topic, I'm going to let Jamie tell us our topic. Sure. So let me... Oh, nice. See, that was it was a solid perfect. pop. All right, let's see. Let's find your glass. Thank you. And oh, that looks good. So it does look nice. Hmm. Uh, it's an interesting blend. The blend changes from year to year. Like even like the grapes included in the blend. We will definitely talk about that. But uh, let's cheers. I'm gonna cheers to you. Cheers to you. <laughs> Oh, we, we need a better one than that. That's a little better. There we go. Let there it, we go. Let it ring. Yeah. Our topic today is ready to pop, and that is because I have a secret secret that I've been keeping from our DB peeps, not from Sarah. <laughs> Sarah's fully aware. But I am pregnant, and I am going to be ready to pop in just a few months less than just a few, a few months i months. think you were counting the days earlier i was counting the days we've got like the low 80s days left before our little one joins us yeah so that is it's so exciting it has kind of put a damper on the wine drinking a little Wait. bit <laughs> i mean like completely yeah i'm so sad all of the wines not all of the time yeah <laughs> so we'll kind of uh talk about what we've been doing but um you know, we're we're still uh, we're still having fun together and enjoying the podcast, but we thought it was time to tell all you listeners what's going on behind the scenes. <laughs> Figured things were far along enough that we could spill the beans there. Uh, so that's why we're drinking Parts and Labor. If you get it now, ha ha ha. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm a little scared about the whole labor situation that is to come. Yeah, we're gonna have to revisit that uh, once you're done. <laughs> we'll see situation. if I want to talk about it or yeah, block exactly. it from like my or memory. block it from your memory altogether. Yeah, so this is a very interesting blend. Let's let's talk about the wine. And and obviously you guys well maybe not obviously. You guys have probably noticed that in our past episodes, like I've been doing very heavy on like the smells and aromas that we're picking up. Sarah's been doing more of the what's actually on the palate and on the taste. Maybe you've noticed that. Maybe it kind of just went over also, your we've head. been picking wines that Jamie's had in the past so that she can um, reflect on, you know, it's true. some of what she knows. It's so, true. that being said, I know it's really hard to be the drunk bitches when one of us is not <laughs> drinking. It's really hard. It yes. is really hard. However, it is for the best of reasons. And, and we trust can't me, wait until she's back on the wine train again. And trust me, I will be one of those drunk bitches again after the space <laughs> wine. <laughs> I'm already, I'm already thinking of what wine I got to give her as soon as she's out of the hospital. I'm so. starting to plan. I'm like, ooh, what am I going to have the day that she's born? What am I going to have? And yes, it's a girl. I just said she. So yes. I'll announce that too. 
But, I mean, I'm plotting, okay? I am plotting. I'm trying not to buy a ton of wines. But I am planning strategically what I will be drinking and buying wines still. But trying not to go overboard because I'm obviously not drinking. So, let's talk about the smell really quick. Okay. (laughs) Let's do it. Let's do it. First of all, the color. I mean, we're inside today. So, the color is way easier to tell. And it's, it's it's lighter than I would have expected. I I agree, but it's also Carignan, which is typically more like lighter to medium bodied. I know, but with the, with with the with the little bit of Syrahs in, and then that Grenache, I kind of thought it was going to be darker. So it's very interesting that you mentioned that because this wine typically is heavier on Syrah, and also usually includes Barbera instead of Zinfandel. Like well, you the know Zinf- I like Barbera, but I, I am, but I do love Zin. But the reason why is because the 2018 vintage, it actually, I believe that it was the Syrah. Uh, They didn't have as much of it because it was impacted by the fires in California in 2018. And so that really, you know, kind of lessened their harvest. And so they could not, literally could not put as much Syrah in here as they wanted to. Not for any, you know, other reason. But if you look at their their other more recent ones, they're, I feel like, primarily Syrah. So I'm sure that this is a much different flavor profile than other vintages. But I am honestly picking up oak which is kind of weird because it's all done in stainless steel tanks, 100%. I feel like there's some spice on it. So maybe we're just getting th- that much from like the 8% total from the, the Syrah-Zinfandel combination. Yeah, so I think on the taste, you don't get You don't the get that? Okay. No, you definitely, it's stainless steel. Um, but this is actually a great comparison of why the smell and taste complement each other sometimes because... Sometimes you smell something and then you taste it and you're like, oh, well, totally yeah. different. Yeah, and, and I think I don't know if I amazing. get spice. It's it, it is lighter bodied. Is it? Red. Pe- I mean, do you get pepper? I feel like I'm. It's like almost like is if you smell something that's like, I don't want to say it's like wasabi, like you had mentioned at an earlier wine a few episodes ago. I think. Yeah, but no. it's like I feel like I'm breathing in black pepper. Yes, I get it on the smell, but on the tongue, it's more like cherry lollipop. So nice and acidic, which is great when you talk about yeah. Carignan. It's acidic, not much tannin. You definitely get this like tart cherry on the tongue. And then it, it, it kind of is round, it rounds out at the end. It's a little, it's got a little creaminess at the end, uh-huh. I think. Yeah, it's like cherry bubblegum or, or, you know, it's kind of, I don't know. There's like almost like an effervescence to it that's not necessarily there. <laughs> Oh my god, it's been a long week, guys. <laughs> it has been a long week. It has been a long week. Oh my god. Uh, I think that all sounds great. And I mean, again, not surprising based on what you just described because of the Carignan and the Grenache. And I think that's where we're going to get more of like the tartness from. Carignan, you guys might remember from last year's. We did a few episodes, I think, where we had Carignan-based uh, wines featured, but we did talk a bit about Carignan specifically in our Thanksgiving episode last year. And Carignan is one of those grapes where I think we're starting to see more of it now, especially more as a single varietal. But it is one of those wines that is highly recommended for Thanksgiving because it has this tartness, this acidity. It also has a little bit more, um, I think, weight than some, like, say, Pinots or whatever. 
but it's supposed to be really, really good to accompany a lot of those typical Thanksgiving dishes, especially those that have like cranberries and things like that. I actually think, I'm so glad you brought that up because I actually think this would be a great Thanksgiving wine. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It really will. You know, I'm trying to remember, I think I paid like 17 18 oh, bad, yeah. for it. it. It's not bad. It is 13.5% ABV. I don't think that we mentioned that. And it's produced by the Folk Machine, which we have had Folk Machine wines before. I think, what did we say? Our ghostwriter back on... Yeah, uh, episode 97. It was our DVP book club too. Yeah, which yeah. we'll have another one coming your way soon, especially because I just got my new Kindle. <gasps> That's right. Yes. We will make plans for that. I have a lot of reading to do. But I promise they won't all be baby books. Um, <laughs> that's not interesting for a lot of people. couple other quick notes about this particular wine. We have four different grapes here. Each lot was brought in to the winery after harvest and fermented separately in 100% stainless steel tanks. So then all of that fermentation happened by itself. It was not inoculated. And so, so it's na- it's like natural it's natural yeast. But yeah, so they anything. didn't add anything cuz sometimes right. winemakers in order to start the fermentation process because of like temperatures or what have you um, or even to continue the fermentation process um, they will add additional yeast in order to get things going or certain yeast strains are used in order to get different flavor profiles too. But so this wine is not made with any external yeast it is all native yeast all yeast that comes directly off of the grapes and so it's all beautiful from that perspective um no intervention to keep or get things going uh so these guys really just kind of let the let the grapes do their job and you know the, the assume that they harvest it at the right time and just let things carry on um until fermentation is complete Uh, The base blend is then created, and so this was the 2018 harvest. Uh, They created the base blend in December of that year, and then um, the final blend was made prior to bottling a year later, so in December of 2019. So I'm not – I'd be curious to know, like, what, what, like, their base blend versus final blend was percentage-wise of these grapes. Yeah, I know. That'd be interesting. Also, I'm seeing that there's some malolactic fermentation that was spontaneous. Well, well, I think that that I'm it says malolactics proceeded spontaneously. That was in their text. I totally missed that in the beginning. And I was thinking when I was drinking this that it tasted like there was malolactic fermentation. That creaminess, that like effervescence, like yeah, bubblegumness. I feel like I wish everyone could see my hands right now. I mean, it's just like. I'm doing this like, like it's been a long week and it's, it's only like Wednesday. It is only Wednesday. So it anyway. feels like it should be another weekend. But yes. Yeah. So anyway, so yeah, that I really like that they have like full tech sheets and they talk about like what the hell is going on with this wine. And it's very, it's very cool. It's very informative. Yeah. Couple other things that I really liked. They say this particular wine, the parts and labor. This wine is about not making something more complicated than it needs to be to get the job done, right? You got your parts, you got your labor, you you get the shit done, you do it in an efficient manner, and that is your end product and your results. And Kenny, who is the winemaker here, had even said that this is the wine that they are most likely to drink at home. And so most of the time, it's hard to enjoy their own wines 
because they feel like work, but this is different. And this is an unforced, gulpable wine that they forget is theirs. Uh, so I think that that is also really interesting and fun to, to consider because, yeah, I mean, I wonder all of, t- all of the time, do winemakers only drink their own wines? I would think not because then how are they going to learn and be inspired in order to try different styles right. or try to get different flavors? But, yeah, so it was it really struck me that they said this is, like, the one that they they continue to go to. Yeah. And I think, you know, for reasons that we even just said about, like, the types of grapes and the bases and things like that, um, make it a real food-friendly wine. So it's it's one of those good for ones sure. to, to have whenever you want to pop a bottle and enjoy a meal, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Well... A Thanksgiving meal even, right? A Thanksgiving meal. Yeah, the acidity would really help with that too. I agree. I agree. So let's talk about our little situation here. (laughs) You say little situation, I just thought of Jersey Shore. Did you ever watch? Oh, the situation. situation. Oh God, no, that's not. not, Please, baby, don't go to jail. No, 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 no. No, 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 this is a sweet and precious situation, not that kind. Yes, yes, yes. So, so, Jamie, do you want to tell everyone, I don't know, how you've been feeling and just sure. like how it's been feeling to not be drinking wine? Oh my gosh. It's so, you guys. Okay. First, I'll tell you how I've been feeling. I've been feeling pretty good. I knock on wood. I have not been, I haven't had morning sickness like many people have. I, for the most part, was able to sleep okay until probably more recently. <laughs> when things, aches and pains and things like that have started to happen. Um, But overall, yeah, like feeling pretty good. When I found out that we were expecting, I thought, oh my God, am I going to have the same type of pregnancy that my sister had? Because my sister, for both of her babies, got like super sick. Like, And remind everyone that you guys are twins. We're twins, yes. So automatically, I just like think that everything that happens to Lindsay is going to happen to me. I will react or respond in the same way. So I was like, oh, shit, it's going to come. <laughs> and thankfully, it never did. That's and awesome. I was like, oh, my God, this is so great because I've heard other horror stories and I just remember what it was like for her to live through it. So, yeah, feeling pretty good from that perspective. Definitely have not been, like, working out like I should be working out. I have not kept that up because I was actually exhausted at the very beginning like a whole first trimester, very tired, really unmotivated to do a whole heck of a lot. And so it was it was a struggle bus to like do anything after my day of work. Also, my job well, was, my look, company was closing, so. You look great. Thank you. You do. You're glowing. I feel very big. You don't look big at all. You're glowing and it's oh, not you. the wine. Thanks. It's not the wine. <laughs> Finally, I'm not, I'm Finally. red. I'm like glowing slash red face, but not because of alcohol. It has been, you know, Sarah, very hard not to drink mm-hmm. wine. Mm-hmm. I, though, still use, I mean, there's over there that champagne flute that you gave me. Mm-hmm. Um, I still try to be fancy and drink things out of wine glasses. It makes me feel a lot better. I still like to swirl my glass. <laughs> so have you had any of the non-alcoholic wine? Because those are out there. Ooh, this is a good question. So I... My lovely husband <clears throat> is a little iffy about the whole, like, drinking during pregnancy. 
And it was even like a little like uh, like iffy about the whole like non-alcoholic wine. And because knowing me, I mean, you know how I drink. Like I don't just have one glass typically. <laughs> like, And I, I have like healthy pours of glasses. So I haven't really wanted to try too much, but we have another friend who was uh, expecting a baby and uh, there was this new 0.0% ABV wine. So I got it um, and man, it really fell short. It was, it, it's like almost worse than just regular grape juice. So can you, can you, so is non-alcoholic wine, does it usually have some alcohol? It usually has some alcohol. Like, and it, I think that it can vary like even up to 1% ABV. It's usually like, I think 0.5 something or something in that range. But again, I would probably have a hard time like stopping just because it's been so long. So I actually, I have, I tried that 0.0%, uh, which I think is the only one on the market. It, it just really fell short. I feel like it actually could have been a little bit better if we doctored it up and made it more like a mulled wine. Or like, maybe like a sangria. Actually, that is probably what it would be best as because it was a blend, I think, of Cabernet and Tempranillo. So I feel like that is right up sangria's alley. I did, however, just try a 0.0% ABV Heineken. Oh, and I've actually heard that's pretty good. It's not bad, but I'm going to tell you something. Uh You know that I love bubbles. Yeah. I love bubbles. Lately, bubbles have just been like making me feel too bloated and burpy and just like whatever. And so I haven't been drinking a lot of bubbles. I oh, couldn't yeah. even finish the beer. Welcome but I know. But it was actually, I mean, yeah, I kind of felt like I was drinking a beer. I didn't so feel it, intoxicated. It, did, it, did it taste like it normal tasted Heineken? Good. I don't know the last time I had a regular Heineken, but it tasted like a beer. Like it felt like I was drinking it without feeling the effects of drinking alcohol. Yeah. And, I mean, it was very refreshing. I just had it the other night. I think it was a nice alternative. I just kind of wish it was in, like, a baby bottle. No, I'm sorry. I was like, wait, what? Not, like, an actual no, baby okay. bottle. I just mean, like, a short bottle, you oh, know? Oh, like a smaller one. Okay. Yeah, okay. you know how, okay. like, Miller has those, yeah. like, little bitty, the bitty ones? Yeah. Like, the chasers or whatever. Anyway, sorry. Not an actual physical baby bottle. That would be funny, though. Yeah, so. But, yeah, it's actually, I was pretty impressed by that. But it is, it is challenging not to drink. You know, I feel a little bad because Sean is always like, he's like, well, what wines do you have open? And I was like, none. I don't drink wine. <laughs> like, You're like, why would I have wine open? I don't have wine open, sir. Yeah. At any rate, I mean, maybe that's beneficial for his liver too, but... Yeah. Well, now you're going to have some wine open. Now now we'll have some wine open. And he did say that he would have some of this one. Okay. So. Because I, I can share. tell you I'm not drinking this whole bottle. <laughs> you sure? Oh, yeah. I'm positive. That would be a bad night for me. It would be. In the middle of the week. Oh. Yeah. You know what, though? Sometimes you need it. So this would be the this would be the one. Just pace yourself. Right. If you're going to do that. Right? Drink responsibly. Exactly. Drink responsibly. What, what do they say? They say it takes like, see, I'm even holding my glass like I'm about to take a big uh-huh. swig. Um, they say that it takes how long? An hour for your body to metabolize a glass? Oh, yeah. Or a serving of alcohol? So it'd take like, what, four to five hours for me to metabolize a whole bottle of wine? Yeah. Yeah. That'd be a long night. <laughs> we've we've spent 
that much time together. <laughs> that is true. We've also drank true. more bottles than that. That is true. When that happens. Uh, yeah. So the other thing is that's interesting, Sarah, I don't know if you have seen this at all or not, but they have these like little test strips for your breast oh, milk. Oh, yes, I have. I've heard of them. Yes. I'm sorry. Like, are you, you, do you, have you already purchased them? I did not purchase them for myself. Okay. I did register for them. Okay. So, um, but I, I don't know if they're just like a gimmick or whatever, but no, I think I actually, they're pretty amazing. I'm, I actually know, I have several friends who use them. Um, but I did hear, I'm going to share this trick in case anyone who's listening is also pregnant or knows anybody who's pregnant and typically likes to drink. I heard from, actually from the owner of the store that I bought this wine from. Uh-huh. Um, she said, if you're going to drink, she's like, you drink while you're breastfeeding. Oh yeah, because it, it's not it, it's not gonna it it's not gonna get to your milk that fast. Yeah. yeah, so just you know, you drink while baby drinks, and then it's all gonna be good. And so, then by the time that the baby's ready to drink again, the it's gonna be out of the system. So in the what she's saying in the future when we're having podcasts with the baby, <laughs> the baby's gonna be joining uh, in the on the DDP. Uh, that would be quite an experiment. It would. Totally we'll have Winston, be an Winston, and a baby. Yep, exactly. And baby. Yeah. Uh, that would be hilarious. That would be really funny. It would be, yeah, for sure. Um, I feel like it would be a huge disruption, but we'll see. Um, yeah. So that's uh, that's the fun stuff. That's the fun life. So literally, she's almost ready to pop, but not until twenty twenty one. Right, right. I'm due early 2021. So we'll be, um, we're going to be bringing some guests on the podcast, I think, to have, you know, a little more drinking. Um, <laughs> have more people drinking? Have more people drinking. And, you know, we're really just excited to have another member of our DVP family. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Thanks for that. Yeah. I no. mean, I, and I guess. She's only got 21 years. I, oh my God. <laughs> Or if I'm a cool mom. 18. <laughs> Just kidding. But the other thing too, like, again, we have we love bringing DBP episodes to all of you listeners. And it was a really hard decision to kind of cut it back to going every other week. I mean, there were a lot of things happening, but this was actually one of, I think, a pretty significant reason for why we did right. not want to do things every week. Because um, that would be a lot of Sarah drinking alone. Yeah. For the most part. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but now I can come clean. You know, usually after we've been recording a podcast and, you know, I've got, obviously, I'm not drinking the entire bottle <laughs> by myself most of the time. <laughs> you drink it over a um, series of days right. when we leave it. Yeah. But because I haven't had Jamie to like, you know, like some of it she's been able to input on wines she's had before, mm-hmm. but you know. I'm like, oh, I need to like, I need to bounce some ratings off someone. Mm. So I have Adam drink mm-hmm. a little with me because, you know, he's kind of got, he's a little bit. Of he's into this. Snob. Yeah. He's into this. He's into this. So, so, you know, I'd be like, oh, what do you think this or that? And he's been giving me, he's been giving me a little of his opinion. So there is a little, uh, he's been added to the DBP mix in terms <laughs> of the ratings. <laughs> well, thanks, Adam, for uh, pinch hitting there too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So definitely no definitely no replacement but a but a a, a substitute a for good now. sub a good mm-hmm. sub um yeah and actually i know that we said this before and i I'm, I'm like committed to this happening after i can drink 
normal quantities again. We are going to do a blind tasting. Oh, yeah. That shit is happening 100%. Mm-hmm. I have been, I was actually just talking to my parents about it, and I was like, oh, my God. I was like, Sarah and I talked about how we're going to do this. It's going to be so fun. We'll probably take pictures, and, like, maybe we'll post some Instagram live stuff with all of that because I think it would be so cool. We've, we've done, like, the side-by-side, like, can versus bottle, and we've talked about screw top versus cork. Right. But we have not done an blind actual tasting. blind tasting. And I think it would be so fucking fun. Oh, yeah. We've already talked about, like, how we would do this. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we have to obviously have other people involved in helping yep. with the blinding. But we're so committed and excited to do it. Can't wait. Cannot so, wait. But, yeah. yeah so we are We're going to continue for a while for this every other is the goal. Mm-hmm. Um, and get, you know, other people involved so that um again we can have some other voices going on here have some other contributors to the wine conversation uh and just get some more people some more fun here before before we wrap up like season three i mean it's not we're not there yet but i just feel like time has been flying so quickly yeah that like it's gonna be here before we know it is it is so uh yeah so definitely more to come with GBP episodes and friends and family being on the the, the podcast with us. And, yeah. Another surprise of 2020. Yeah. Another a good surprise. one. At least this is a good one. I know. I know. <laughs> Thanks. I'm excited. I'm excited. Uh, Starting so, to get more nervous, but, you know. Oh, well, you know, that's natural. And, it's life. Well, it's natural. And, you know, I think that baby will come and everything will just be okay (laughs) i mean you'll probably be tired and not know what you're doing in the first few weeks like everybody else but then you'll figure it out yeah it'll it'll be if anyone can you can oh thanks and you know if anyone has tips for miss jamie here she oh yeah she encounters uh motherhood i'm sure she'd welcome them (laughs) (laughs) for sure send them our way tell me what to do or what, how you've fought your wine cravings during pregnancy. Yeah, right? I mean, I have, Sarah, I have these, like, these are, like, the most monstrous grapes I've ever seen. I know. They're delicious. I've been eating them. You so I'm like, this like, is, like, these are, like, my wine grapes. You get, like, wine gums, those candies. Oh, yeah. I definitely forgot about that. You could cook with wine that, like, cooks off the alcohol. But, I mean, I don't really know if you that does anything, to be honest. So I keep wanting, like alcohol-filled truffles. Oh, those are so good. You guys, I got to say lately, I've been having a little Baileys before bed. Ooh. Oh, my God. Do you remember at your wedding the little Baileys-filled oh, yeah. chocolate cups? I do remember them, but I never got any. Oh, I probably ate them all. No, <laughs> them all. Uh, that was just added to the list of things I did not experience at my own wedding. Oh, and did you have them those... at my wedding? Because they were yes, supposed to I be around have, at my wedding. I did have them at your wedding. And I didn't have them at mine. See? So, all right, that was a trade-off. Yeah. Yeah, no. No, I remember they were part of the package, and I was so excited about it. And then I don't even think I saw them. They were they, they were magical. Like, they're, you guys, they were these little tiny chocolate, chocolate cups. shell cups. And, in fact, I think they sell them. I've seen them they at do. a store. They do. I actually have bought them before. Yeah. I've done it before. Oh, my God. My we yeah. need to do this, like, on a regular basis. Yeah. Maybe that's what you should combine for your your pre-bed time Oh, the chocolate? the chocolate? I do have, and Bailey's. I do have chocolate, too. But, like, lately I've been, I don't know. 
I opened a bottle of Bailey's on a, on a friend Zoom. Uh-huh. Because, like, she had Bailey's. I was like, ah, oh, I haven't had Bailey's in a while. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, I can't just, like, let this bottle go bad. How long can you keep Bailey's open for? I think it's, like, six months. Oh, okay. But in my do mind. Do you have to keep it in the fridge once you I open do, it? I do, yeah. I don't think you have to, though. I, okay. I think you can keep it at room temperature. In my mind, though, I'm like, oh, it's going to go bad in, like, a month. So I better, like, drink this all. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I would not. It's like you can't let, you can't let it go to waste. No, it's delicious. Wait, but I just would like for you, I, you know, you guys, a lot of stuff has been happening and because we do these every two weeks, like a lot of stuff happens in between when we record. So I would just like to revisit something that we talked about in a previous episode. Oh, yeah. Sarah, can you tell us, A, what was your Halloween costume? Ah, yes. And B... Tell us about your Bailey's invention. Oh, okay. This is all <laughs> Halloween related. Yeah. So our Halloween costume was, I was Little Red Riding Hood. Yes. Winston, my Scottish Terrier puppy, was the Big Bad Wolf. And we put him in a bonnet that I cut ears out. Wait, did he, was he okay with it? Oh, have I not shown you a picture? No, you showed me oh, a picture, yeah. but was he actually was he, okay when uh, you put it yeah, on him? Yeah, he actually... He's, I mean, he's a good duck. He tolerated it for a long time. <laughs> and then I think like an hour, he was like, why is this on me? But he actually took it off and then we put it back on him a couple times. So, I mean, he handled it pretty well. Good. Um, and then Adam was the huntsman. So Perfect. that's what we were. Yeah. It, it turned out really nice. I love it. Okay. Bailey's. So our neighbor across the street was this giant ass unicorn. It was amazing. <laughs> And as his little trick-or-treat for adults, he was passing out little bottles of Fireball to the adults. Love it. So I'm not a Fireball um, fan. I have not had good experiences with other people who've drank Fireball. Anyways. Wait, uh, I'm like slowly remembering something from um, a place that shall not be named. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was someone that would only drink fireball yes. which is anyway um you know and the cinnamon like it's just a lot right so after a few glasses of wine this halloween we were trying to do the social distancing like contact free candy thing but we had a fire pit in our driveway we were just hanging out which is amazing and i'm like after a few glasses of wine i'm like i kind of want this fireball right now how am i gonna drink this because i can't drink it and I thought, let's do Bailey's and Fireball. Had you had this before? No, I don't know. I think I had the bottle of Bailey's open. I think I just opened it. And I was like really excited because I wanted to drink this. And so me and my neighbor did this where we mixed the Fireball and Bailey's. And it was delish. I highly recommend doing this, guys. I mean, like, I think it was like. Oh, amazing. my God. Is do it you- called something? Yes. What is it? And I have had this. Oh. I am now like shocked that I, it's Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Oh, see, but see, that makes me think of Ramchata. But at the other. Ramchata t- tastes like Wait, Cinnamon Wait, that's crunch. also true because I have had it, huh, now I'm trying to think. Because I just typed in Bailey's and Fireball. It also is called a Captain Crunch shot. I don't think I've ever had Captain Crunch, oh. but I don't. I have. I do like See, it. See, I would think that Fireball and Rum Chata would be Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Yeah. Actually, because now I think that that is what I had. 
It okay. wasn't Bailey's. But when I typed it in, that was like the first thing that came. It that still says it's a Cinnamon Toast Crunch. But it is, it claims it's Bailey's mixed with one part milk and fireball is what gives it the Cinnamon Toast huh, Crunch. Interesting. Huh. I don't know. It's really good. There was no milk. That oh shit was God. pure alcohol. Um, that sounds, it, it was, sounds it so amazing. wonderful and magical. And was it, did I ask you this before, like separately, was it chilled or no? Uh, we put some, we did put ice in it. You did? Yeah. Okay. Um, because I also like, so I don't have crushed ice at home, but I really mm. like crushed ice with Bailey's. Yeah. I don't know. It, it's like a thing for me. I've, it's like for so long. I've loved that. <laughs> Like crushed, <laughs> a lot of crushed ice and Bailey's in a cup. I'm like, oh, this is amazing. In a oh glass, my God. I should say. So. I'm so sad I missed that. It sounds delicious yeah. and wonderful. And maybe people need to try that. I do actually, you said you don't like Fireball. I do actually kind of like Fireball in a weird way. Mm-hmm. If I'm doing a shot, it needs to be extra chilled. But if I'm doing it, I would also, it's really yummy in like apple cider. Hot apple cider. Oh, okay. I could see that. You know, a little spiked beverage with I a cinnamon stick as a spizzle stick. Yeah, yeah. We're in that time of year too. Exactly, exactly. So I yeah. feel I feel like it was so fitting. So sorry. Thank you for entertaining because I was like, um, you. Jamie's just I dreaming remember, of all types of. I'm dreaming drinks. of all types of alcohol. But I remember on our last episode or two episodes ago that you were like teasing everyone about your costume, yeah. and I don't even think you told me ahead of time what you were going to be. So. We just need it to share I'll the brilliance. I'll post a picture. And yes, stuff. yes. So it, you guys can it's see. It's amazing. The, Looks very know. cute. Yeah, yeah. So, Looks yeah. very cute. Should we get back to this wine? I mean, yeah. Should I get back should to this wine? This wine. Okay, I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna talk about the smell again. I think that like I feel like there is. I am picking up notes of that like a sour cherry. Sour cherry. Um, yep. cranberry Tart. for sure. Mm-hmm. Lots of acidity. Again, I'm. St- I still feel like I'm. I'm getting this peppery note in my nose, and not like an aggressive one, but it's. It's there, even a little plum, like underripe plum, and like. Okay, I could. I on the taste, I could go with that. I'm also gonna say like a little oregano on the nose. I don't know why. I like. I'm not sure why I feel like. Does it, doesn't smell get better when you're pregnant? That's what they say, but I don't... I mean, maybe you have, like, some super smell right now that I don't have. Uh, I don't have any superpowers. Mm. My superpower okay. is apparently being really picky, according to I do news. think... I will be honest with you. I do think that there is more savoriness since it's been sitting a little bit. Okay. So And I, we did not aerate it. No. I mean, it's not... It was bottled... I think it needs to be, to be honest. I mean, I wouldn't think so either. It was bottled less than a year ago. Yeah. Um... But, yeah, I mean, it's nice to give it a little extra. Mm-hmm. It has, so I've been, you know, swirling because I feel like that's my, it's like yeah, a very yeah, cathartic yeah. Act- activity for me. Yeah, you did give yourself a nice pour there. I did. For... I'm not sure why. <laughs> I just like the sound of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is like the first time that I'm using like a big girl. A big girl glass. Wine glass. Mm-hmm. I think it's a great time of year to be trying this out, it. you know, for Thanksgiving. I think... Maybe not completely straightforward what we were getting at with the parts and labor, but now it probably makes sense to everyone. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. Now that I would try it, I'd pick it up. You said eighteen bucks. About I mean, that's like the... sixteen, seventeen, yeah. eighty, somewhere around yeah. there. Less I think than it's twenty. Worth it. We'll call it that. And if you, you know, you like to experiment 
at Thanksgiving or at family functions, like this is a good one to pick up. You could try some other Carignans. You could try some Pinot. It's definitely a lighter bodied red if that's what you're going for. And I think, again, that's usually, they recommend pairing stuff like this with uh, Turkey Day. So I think that this would be fantastic. I'm trying to think where else I had seen it. Um, But it's Hobo, Hobo Wines is who sells this. Okay. And so, um, I'm sorry, it's not Hobo Wines. I take it back. It's the Folk Machine. Oh, see, that's just the pregnancy brain. I swear, it's real. That's okay, I have it. Uh, yeah, but it is, it's family owned, and I mean, go down their website, check things out, because I think it's really fucking great. Yeah. Fucking great. They've got a cool vibe going on. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And the other thing, too, is that they change the label every now and then. So the label that I think they have on, like, more recent, like, last year's vintage is different than what this oh, one is. So when you see the pictures that we post, it may not be exactly what you see if you find it somewhere on the shelf or order it. Well, um, I'm so happy that the cat is out of the bag. Yeah, me too. And that y'all know what's been going on. For and sure. it's been so hard to keep a secret and not say something stupid while on a past episode <laughs> to let well, it out. Well, now everyone knows. And cheers to you and to the new bundle of joy Thanks. that's coming. And Thanks. yeah, we can't wait for the new addition to our DBP family. Thank you. Cheers to everybody. And thanks. And we will continue with the fun in two weeks. Yeah. Sounds good. See Bye. you guys. Thanks so much for listening. If you like what you hear, please rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast on your favorite podcast listening platform to help spread the DBP word. Check out our website and blog at dbpcheers.com. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at dbpcheers or on the Drunk Bitches Podcast Facebook page. We'd love to hear from you. So send your questions, comments, and fun wine or topic ideas to dbpcheers at gmail.com. Until next time. Cheers Cheers from from the the girls of DBP. DBP.